Hello and welcome to another edition of Inside Franklin Athletics. This is a special edition because we have kind of more of a combination, more of a coach here to talk about the season and what would have been. Uh, also a former FCHS athlete along with us to maybe touch on her time there here or at FCHS a little bit. Uh, this is a 1998 Franklin Community High School graduate, one of my friends from high school. <laughs> shared many memories together, and she has graced me with her presence despite ignoring a couple of my emails asking her to be on. We have with us Amanda Ray, aka Amanda Bullington. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. So uh, first of all, how are you doing with this whole coronavirus work at home kind of thing? How's the adjustment going for you? Definitely been an adjustment. And uh, with tennis not happening, this is kind of the first spring that I've like actually been around the house. So uh, that's been kind of different to see like yard work and things that I normally don't do. You know, it's like, oh, I get to do that now. <laughs> now, do you get to do it or do you have to do it? Is that uh, have to? Well, I don't know. It depends on which way you look at it. I see it as have to do it. I'd rather just mow it all over, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so where are you now? And don't say work. your house. I mean, like school-wise, <laughs> work-wise, work where are work you? Work-wise. Um, I think it's going pretty well, like with um, uh, this e the learning at home thing. So I teach fifth grade at Custer Baker, fifth grade math. And um, so far, so good. Like, not, not too bad. So this is my uh, 17th year teaching fifth grade. Yeah. 17 years. I know. We're old. <laughs> I think I think you're a little bit older than I am. I was significantly young for our grade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Michael Scott. <laughs> sure. Um, so, okay. So you are you are assistant coach. Are you assistant coach for both tennis teams? No. Um just the girls. So okay. I no. Was thinking about the boys, but that's a lot. It's a lot. Coaching is a lot. Yeah, definitely. A, as a, a mom. And so, nope, just the girls and been doing that ever since I graduated college. And so this is my 17th, would have been my 17th season. So. So we get, we got into this season and obviously it's just kind of unprecedented times with everything that's going on with the coronavirus and everything. Um, how, I mean, as a coach, like how do you kind of process everything that's going on and what are kind of your emotions as far as the season, uh, the lost season that you had? Um, at first it, it really didn't cross my mind that we wouldn't have the season. And then once things started being canceled and the thinking, Oh my gosh, it's a possibility. Um, so it's like, it's been a whole roller coaster. And I, what's been really hard is to try to not, I'm trying not to let myself go to the, what we think would have been, you know, mm -hmm. like, I mean, it's, I, I've thought about it, but try not to let that consume my thoughts of like, we missed out on right. this, this, and this, and this, that we were planning on happening this season. Yeah. And it would have been a big deal, you know? Okay. So let's go there. What do you think, <laughs> what do you think as a coach, what were some of those things you were planning on, uh, on happening? Happening. Well, um, planning on happening a, a third straight 
year for winning mid-state conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and which we hadn't won. I asked Rusty when the last time Franklin had won the mid-state tennis conference. And he thinks maybe like 94 before we won it two years ago. And then we won it last year. So it was kind of big that we had won it two years in a row and and we were totally reloaded to go again. Right. Um, so that, uh, that was something that we were really excited about. Being ranked again in the top 20 was what we were hoping and kind of expecting. We ended up at 17 last year and we kind of dropped at the end just because of our loss to Center Grove and sectionals. But and we've been kind of in that top 20, top 30 for a few years. So kind of doing that again. Mm-hmm. And then some seniors, a couple of seniors that have just had incredible seasons, um, incredible careers, like going for that. Uh, two of our seniors had a shot at winning Mid-State Conference for their position for the fourth time. And oh, wow. that hasn't that has only happened one other time in all of Mid-State tennis history and that was another Franklin high school player but that's it so they would have been the second and third player and all would have been from Franklin to have won mid-state in their position all four years so and who were those two um Allison Bennett and Rachel Pinnock okay they had won the past three years at two doubles not sure if they would have been at two doubles this year or not but just in their positions they even if we had moved them around to maybe different positions they could have possibly one. So, so what, what are the positions in tennis and like, how do you, cause you say they won at two doubles, um, but they're clearly good. So yes. is that like their number two doubles team, or is it just like you give them that designation and it doesn't necessarily mean there's a better team ahead of them? Or- so you kind of um, pick players and you separate them between singles players and doubles players, mm-hmm. which um, so there are things that, you can be a really good doubles player, but not a really good singles player. So doubles like quickness and speed where singles, you need to have kind of um, longevity and pace. Um, You know, the points are a lot longer patience. So you kind of separate the players in that way. And then you rank them in that category. So then your best singles players go one, two, three, and then you put your best two doubles players together to create the best doubles team, which would be a one doubles team. And then the next two best doubles players. So our one doubles player, one doubles teams the past three years have just been really, really good. And they've been able to beat Allison and Rachel, you know, in uh, matches in practice, but compared to other teams, two doubles, they were dominant. Okay. So have you ever had someone be like the number one singles and number one doubles player? Because I think that's what I would have done. Yeah, (laughs) we had um, now in high school and college, you can play both singles and doubles. But in high school, you can only play one, you know, um, during a match. So but last year, Kate Huken played one doubles for us. And the year before she had played one singles. So and a couple years back, Hannah Hook had played. uh, One double. And play one singles. Are you back? Am I back? I don't know if it was you or me. I don't know. It probably was me. So, where did I? Where did you lose me at? 
Kate Eugen, she played one doubles last year and one singles the year before. And then a few years back, Hannah Hook played, went to regionals at one doubles uh, her sophomore year and then came back and played one singles the next two years. So, so really, it's they're just really good tennis players and really durable and, and kind of. Yes, both those girls. Yeah. But there's not a whole that doesn't happen a whole bunch. Okay. So who were some of the girls on the team and, and kind of your expectations of each of them? Oh, um, you know, it's hard not to just we had a ton of seniors. Right. And, yeah. um, <laughs> so. I don't know. Lexi Wilkinson um, moved in as a freshman from um, they had lived in Shelbyville mm -hmm. and they moved uh, in her in between eighth grade and freshman year. So and she's a great player and she's going to go play tennis in college. And um, she was probably going to be our one singles player. Um, Emma Genter, uh one of the Genter twins, mm -hmm. Emma uh, had an incredible uh, junior year. She actually had won, what'd she go? 80, I counted it up. She went 84 and one, the number of games, like in your tennis match, you have a, you have game set match. Mm -hmm. So you have six games in a set. She won 84 games and only lost one in our first seven matches last year. That's pretty so, dominant. Uh, pretty dominant. Cause when you think about it, that's uh that's hard to do. Like, yeah. and when she, and she lost that first game and she was mad. Oh boy. She was mad. <laughs> so, um, she, she's just a killer instinct. She's going to Purdue ROTC. She's a military girl, her twin, uh, Claire. Um, she's going to IU and that funny one going to Purdue and one going to IU. Well, one of them smarter than the other. Apparently. <laughs> They both are very smart. Yes, they are. <laughs> One going to IU and making better choices. Better choices. So um, then, like like I said, Allison and Rachel were coming back and possibly having um, for that mid-state, hopefully getting them a fourth title. I don't know if they would have been playing doubles. That was kind of our, we weren't sure about our two doubles and our two and three singles. So who was going to be playing where? We had a freshman. We had a couple freshmen. Aylin Hendricks, Ava Pinnock, Emma Williams kind of come in that that maybe could have played in some of those roles. So i mm -hmm. um, trying to figure out, you know, where where everybody would have fallen. So and we had um, Haley Rail. Uh, she's a junior this year. And uh she had been our number two singles player last year. She could have been number two singles or she could have played at one doubles because she's a really good player too. So versatile. So yeah, those are a few of them. Okay. So had you started practice yet? Um, conditioning. Okay. So how do you, what do you do for conditioning as far as tennis goes? Well, we're probably not as, um, we, we should do better. I'm going to say that. <laughs> oh, don't say that. I don't know what I'm talking about. You just say it. I'll be like, wow, that sounds really hard. No, um, I, you know, a lot of it is it's hard to do indoors. And to be honest, we've got so many um, programs conditioning indoors in January and February. That's yeah. uh, not a lot of space. So we met over at Custer Baker and we could get a gym and uh, just did a running, um, you know, just body weight stuff. Did you like up, sprints and stuff? Sprints. Yep. Not Rusty's big on not doing long distance. He says it makes your foot footwork slow. So, um, the ladder doing a lot of the ladder footwork drills. 
So that sounds legit. Like long distance makes you a little slower. A little slower. A little yeah. more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got I've got a workout for you. This a conditioning one. Okay. Okay. It's you you set up a like a line and okay. who they're in the back and then you just throw the ball up right over the line like or over the line that's considered the net. Okay. And you have to run and dive and catch the ball before it hits the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds good. Toughness. Toughness. Reflexes. Reflexes. And let's go with do you want itness? <laughs> do you want itness? I know. I you, that would be um so that would be painful if it happened out in the tennis court, you know, if they got. Do you, you know. want this? <laughs> That's what it builds up. You're just like your, your body like adjusts to it. And you're like, well, last time I did this, I just got a little floor burn. And so you're not going to think about it. Now, if, hear me out, potentially let's change the courts to grass or clay. And then the diving wouldn't be. Yeah, as, it wouldn't be as bad. No, yeah. grass or clay would be okay. Um, but that's that's what happens with a lot of our volleyball players. They come out there yeah. if they haven't played a lot of tennis, and then they get roll they get roll into it, and they start so they start diving, and then it only takes once or twice, and then they're like, and they stop diving. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, so, as far as like tennis practices and everything, just take me through a typical tennis practice. How does that go about? Um. It depends. We try to kind of actually, we try to kind of go off what the girls kind of need. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. You know, I don't know if you've noticed this. There seems to be lots of injuries in sports with kids now. Do you ever remember being like, yeah, it's because uh, like, it's because they play sports the whole year, every, like the whole everything year the whole year. And that's why everyone gets hurt. And, it, and it's the same. I mean, so backs and shoulders and they complain about it. And I'm thinking, oh, I mean, when I was 16 or 15, I don't remember things other than muscles. I don't remember things hurting. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm, oh. it's here's so here's what I've noticed. This is my thing. When So okay. I. I don't. I like to run and I'm horrible at stretching. And I've noticed as I've gotten older that this <laughs> is not the best habit to have been in. Have been uh -huh. in. But I'm like, man, yep. I've been in this habit for like 20 years. So right. what am I going to do? Start stretching now? I've tried yeah. to, but I've noticed how much stretching, like my wife always teases me because if something in me is like hurting, I'll say, oh, I just yeah. stretch like back, especially because I don't think kids know like the back, everything is so connected to the back. Supported, and yeah. It's like the legs. So if you have back injury, it's like your glutes and your hamstrings and your quads and all that stuff is connected. So, and then just putting all that wear and tear on it, I mean, it wears it down. Like I think that's a lot of that's a lot of the issue. A lot of it, and uh, I know uh, Marcus does a great job. I mean, we mm -hmm. send him to him, and he's able to get him stretches and stuff. But sometimes with during the tennis season. Uh, if we have three or four matches in a week, you know, practices will be pretty light. Yeah. So um, it kind of, it kind of depends on what they are feeling. Um, a lot of the work, to be honest, goes in before season and uh, you know, during the winter, if they can get indoors a little bit and hit some, cause you just don't have time to teach. You can't change grips and you can't, you know, add in new shots during the season. So 
So with like changing of the grips and things like that, would that be something where if you're holding it a certain way, something this ball does certain something. So it's like, if you're holding it a, way, a certain way, the club or the, the racket, racket. Moves down yeah. when you come and hit it and yeah. it goes down into the net. So you have to adjust that and everything. How do you, yeah. how do you see that? Or do you just say here, hit a, hit this ball and we'll watch what happens. Well, so when like, again, during the season, we kind of just put band-aid fixes on things to try to make it, doable and then over the summer when we do clinics and stuff we'll we'll change grips because you just have to hit a lot of tennis balls to get the grip changed so a lot of that is with serves like how they serve and trying to get more spin or more power on a serve so we try not to mess with that stuff during a season because the spring season is horrible weather and so yeah, it's so weird oh horrible so it's windy and it's cold and it's rainy and then, and you can't play tennis and like, you can't, there's no way you can't do tennis and rain at all because the balls won't bounce because they soak up all the water. So the courts have to be completely dry. So it's not even like baseball where it rains and you can go out right away. Like, you know, you just can't do that. So those little squeegee things, right? The little uh, rollers. Yeah. They're horrible. <laughs> they, somebody for good money, somebody would, could, they can invent something better, but it does. I mean, it'll take on Saturdays Quarantine project. And there you go. Yeah. Somebody, they would be a millionaire because on Saturdays when we have matches that are supposed to start like nine, we'll squeegee them and we'll have to wait. If the sun isn't out and it's not windy, we'll have to wait an hour or two hours for them to dry. So yeah, even with squeegeeing. So had, do you notice a difference when someone's playing indoors and then when they come outdoors? Is that is there a difference in that too? Yep, there is because the the wind impacts what you hit so much. And just playing indoors, you're just used to hitting, being drilled. So you're, it's just like the ball bounces exactly, you know, to a certain spot. You, it's not a lot of like um, real game experience so that's a transition but it still is helpful if they can hit a little bit you know before the season starts so okay. so how did you get involved in tennis um my parents my freshman year of high school my parents told me i had to do something in the spring and i had always done softball but i didn't want to do softball anymore i just did it because andrea roush always did it so i just did it with her but I was done with softball and I was, there's no way I was going to do track. So Kate Ramsey and I just decided we do tennis. We figured we'd be pretty bad at it and wouldn't have to go to all the practices and stuff. And, uh, and it would just be a low key thing and just do basketball AU. And then, uh, but the second match of the season, I got put in at varsity. So <laughs> you're basically a natural, you're kind of a prodigy. <laughs> Kind of a prodigy. I just, I didn't know how to hold a racket. I didn't know, I didn't know the rules. Uh, um, so I played with uh, Kristen Black. She was a year older than me. And uh, God love her. She was so patient. But I mean, I was just, uh, it was, it was crazy. I don't know what Rusty was <laughs> doing. Now, I, th I think like the rule, the rules with, the rules of tennis would be pretty easy to explain, though, I feel like. It's like when you're playing, see that square? The ball has to hit in between those lines. And when you're serving, it has to hit in between that. Couldn't you just basically be like, and it can't bounce before. It has, it has to go over the net. And you can hit it over however you want. 
Yeah. So, I mean, overall, they're, they are pretty simple. Yeah. Um, he had put me in doubles, which, and again, a lot, a lot of people, if you're just going out and hitting doubles, it's not a big deal. Like it's, you just play whoever's closest to the ball gets to hit, but yeah. actually doubles is a lot of strategy and a lot of um, movement and even plays. So um, I was trying to figure out um, where I was supposed to stand. Cause there are certain places you're supposed to stand. And if you don't, right. if you're not in that spot, then it messes up your partner and you lose the, uh, you can lose the point real quick and get hurt, <laughs> get hit in the face. Um, so that's, so that was a little overwhelming at first trying to figure that all out, but overall I just knew I just had to get the ball back. So, so when you said plays, like the first thing that came into my head was, Hey, we're going to do the play where you slam the ball. And it's like, we, it's like, you get it and it's coming to you and you look like you're going to hit it and then you like, down and someone comes jumping over your back and just slam. It's like, let's do the slam play. Is yeah. that like, is that, that, is that right? Is that seem accurate? I, yeah. That's not a play, oh, uh, but it does happen, but it does happen. And you play it off as if it was set up that way. So <laughs> the girls at the net will, will go for an overhead and they'll whiff it because it always happens. And then the girl, as long as that her partner is right there, then she can get it. But and then everybody's like, yeah, that was totally meant to happen. <laughs> what about like faking an injury? And then the other, per they get all the attention on them. And then the other person just knocks it over. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't, haven't tried that one. No, okay. I haven't tried that one. <laughs> just think about it. Think about it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. And now there is some strategy as far as like, if you got a volley up at the net and yeah. that you just, totally aimed for one of the other girls. Like you just really went right for her. And even if you missed her, if you went, if it went out of bounds, if you just put a lot of heat on it and aim it just in her general head vicinity, like just upper body, make her duck, make her kind of get panicked. Sometimes that's an intimidation. Is there like unwritten rules in tennis of that you don't do that? Or is it just like have at it? Have at it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is that the harder you try to hit the ball, the more likely it's just going to hit the back fence and be out and you don't win the point. But, um, okay. you what? Did I, I thought oh, I lost you. Yeah, again. no, I don't think I had enough foresight to do something like that. I would say, I would say I missed oh. my sport, but I don't think I did. Uh, <laughs> the few times I played tennis, it wasn't necessarily i wasn't necessarily i mean i was awesome but you know right right that was awesome a quick study everything. uh so <laughs> so you get start you get playing tennis and, and when does it kind of become something that you're like oh i really enjoy this and, and you started playing more and more or uh just right away because we we had a really good team yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I mean like i just totally lucked in to the best scenario so i was at two doubles and our one doubles team of stacy morrow and katie bennett mm -hmm. had just won state in one doubles the year before as juniors so then they were seniors and uh, they were so good like we didn't even ever practice with them i mean they were at our practice but they had their own like it was a whole different level and they were just so good and they beat everybody so bad and we had really good uh singles players and so um it came down sectionals it came down to um we were going to win at one doubles easy and then we were going to win at three singles, we figured, but we thought we were going to lose at one and two singles 
And so then it came down to two doubles and uh, we ended up beating these two girls. They were twins, actually sisters. And uh, they had killed us in County and we beat them and we won sectionals for the first time for Franklin in like 20 years. Nice. Yes. Cause center Grove is just really dominant with tennis. You know, they're always in the top 10, which is just, it's hard to have them in sectionals, you know, <laughs> it'd be like having sectionals with Carmel swimming. Like you're just yeah. kind of like, you know, it's just hard. So, but yeah, so that was my freshman year. That was a pretty big deal. So then I was like, well, I love this. <laughs> this is a lot of fun. So I kind of, I tried to give that time over the summer and stuff along with my other sports. Yeah. So you got the bug then. Yes. Um, so what do you remember? Like what's your favorite couple of memories from just playing tennis growing up in high school and, and all that stuff? Um, this sectional game is, is always one of my um, favorite ones. Um, I don't know. I, I got to play with, Kate Ramsey, my one of my really good friends, you know, for doubles mm -hmm. uh, a lot. And so that was a lot of fun. Uh, always having conference tournament. Our conference tournament was always the morning after prom. That's bad planning. I always, I know. And so when I was a freshman and sophomore, the upperclassmen girls would come in and they'd look horrible. And it was an all day Saturday event, like all day Saturday tournament. And they just would be, it'd be horrible. And the junior and senior year, it was like, oh gosh, this is really bad. So I tell the girls, they don't, we don't have that anymore. And yeah. I'm like, you're lucky because <laughs> that was hard. But playing at Franklin College was a lot of fun too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, I had a lot of good memories with that. So. So do you still play a lot? Um, not as much. I did after I graduated um, college for three or four years. We play in an old ladies doubles league uh, indoors. Yeah. And uh, they were, it was great. It was fantastic. Um, we were the youngest people by, I don't know, 30, 40 years, but it, they were great. It was so much fun. And then we do, and I did like USTA for a couple of years, but it's hard to do coaching and and play yourself and then like kids, you know, my kids came into the picture. Why you have three? I know they, they require some time. <laughs> um, so you 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 played in ninety, it was ninety four to ninety seven, basically. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, or no, I guess it would have been Ninety-five to ninety-eight, yeah. yeah. And then you come back. So you are coaching with your coach, correct? Right. So Rusty was my high school coach and my college coach. So what's it been like coaching with the legendary, the legendary, the Hall, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, in the athletic wing? Uh, yes. Um, he. It's hysterical because he is so. He's just the same as he's always been. He has an incredible memory. So he will point out things every year, every season will be somewhere. And some, the, one of the girls will hit a shot and he'll look at me and he'll say, well, Amanda, do you remember when you did that against Decatur and we lost that game, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember that at all. Rusty. <laughs> I, don't even remember the, the, I don't even remember last week's. <laughs> I, I don't remember this stuff. He remembers it all. And um, so it's kind of funny to um, 
listen to his stories and just to see Then I'm thinking, how did he, I mean, you, you know, I, I'm a good assistant coach type of thing. So, and then I'm thinking, what was he do? How did, how did he do this when we were, when he didn't have an assistant coach? Cause when yeah. I played, we didn't have an assistant coach. We had five courts. He always keeps everybody. He never cuts. So there's, yeah. a, there's always 30 or 40 girls and he would have two practices, one practice for two hours. And then the next group of 20 girls would come in for another two hours. And I'm thinking, how did he, I don't know how he did all this back then, but. Do you still do that? Or is it since no. you're there, you can go and, and watch everyone else too? Yeah. We can get everybody all at once. Yeah. No, I can't. Do you have like a, like a focus, like an area, like you're this doubles coach or singles, or is it just kind of you guys go around and. It's different each year. So some years I've been singles, some years I've been doubles. Oh, there you go. Okay, sorry. Do you have- yeah, so... Um, go, 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 talk. Answer the question. No. Some years, some years has been um, singles and some years has been doubles. I started off primarily singles and then recently have done more doubles. So is that something, is that just because you play doubles and you're more comfortable with that or is it just kind of the way it rolled out? Yeah. I mean, Rusty's kind of the doubles genius though. So I coach doubles, but it's mainly, he tell you know, I'm like, well, what are you, what are we doing? <laughs> and he says it. Um, so I, th- it just kind of, he would rather just be able to watch everybody, mm-hmm. you know, while they're playing. Yeah. And then um, myself, and we've had a couple of volunteers. Well, my sister would coach with us like before they moved to middle school season and, and we'd, take turns who could coach. Sometimes Rusty wouldn't even be one of the actual coaches. It would be myself and Laura, because you can Mm -hmm. only have two coaches coaching. And so he would just kind of tell us what to go say and we'd run around. And so. Yeah. Um, So what's it like just being a coach at Franklin High School and knowing that you played there and, and you kind of built that up? Like, is that, is that special to you just knowing kind of the, the, blood and sweat and tears you put into the program growing up, or does that even kind of register? Because for me, when I started working there again this year, it doesn't even seem like the same place because the only thing that's really like familiar to me are the, some of the pictures that were yeah, the pictures. like, I recognize those from when I was there. But other than that, like there's hardly anyone there who's the yeah. same. And so is it like, does it seem similar or? Yeah, I, um, it, I, the only reason why I do it is because it's Franklin tennis. Like, um, I, if I, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't coach anywhere else. Um, and I do it because it's Franklin tennis. Cause I love, because it's such a good program and Rusty is, um, you know, like we said, hall of fame coach. Mm-hmm. He is a superstar person in the fact that his number one goal is always to make the girls just enjoy it. And like mm-hmm. that, it's not, he is not the hardcore yell, scream, punish, get stressed out. Um, and so I love seeing, I, I love continuing that like mm-hmm. with the girls and seeing how the program has changed has been incredible. Like I said, we went from five courts, no assistant coach. And now we've got these great, you know, 10 courts um, over at the, the new high school. Um, well, I guess- 
The, the high school itself has air conditioning, which is nice. Right. That's a step up. It, did, <laughs> it had when we were there. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's crazy to see all the different, how, how it's come about and seeing like, okay, so I was a freshman that was bored and I just said, well, I have, I'm going to go do tennis because my parents are making me do something. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not really the case anymore. Like these girls, we get them when they're in fifth or sixth grade and they, you know, work all the way through. So, um, and we get kind of good athletes yeah. then. And, um, and it helps I'm in the fifth grade classrooms so I can kind of scout out, see who watch recess, see who's got some moves. <laughs> so is there like a, is there like a pipeline program? Cause I know a lot of, of people or of programs do that, whether or a lot of sports do that. Do you have a pipeline program? Yeah, I mean, we just we've got our middle school program. We we run a little kids clinic in the summer, um, but for you know, bef much before fifth grade, you don't you can't really tell. It's hard for them to right. walk, walk yeah. at the same time. Um, so fifth grade, I tried to do a. Um, uh, no, I mean not this year, obviously, but the last week of school, we're able to do at Custer Baker kind of like a fun class. Teachers yeah. get whatever class they want to do, and I do a tennis class. So oh. I get the, all these kids sign up for a tennis class because it's outside, and we're outside playing. And I can be like, "Hey, we've got summer stuff, and uh, tennis is a lot of fun, and you know, you this would be a good thing to try in this in the spring." And so um, try to get kids that way and. We do summer summer clinics, and then my sister Laura's got the middle school program, mm -hmm. and it's a they've had just incredible records at the middle school for the past five or six years. So, um, yeah, we've had a good feeder program. So, with those the fifth grade class that you do, um, is that mainly so you can just play and hit the ball back at them real hard and just like start yelling at them? Stop crying, Samantha! You suck. <laughs> Enough. You will never make it FCHS tennis with that yeah. kind of attitude. <laughs> no, no, no. But it is, I'll tell you what, in May, it's so nice to be outside. That's, a, yeah. that's that the kids, they sign up for that. They love it, even if they've never played it before, just because they can be outside and go play a little bit. So, well, the bouncing, the tennis ball bouncing and hitting on the, the racket and everything, that's like, it's got a cool sound. I mean, oh, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not joking. That it's it's yeah. like kind of a, a weird kind of cool sound, and you get tennis rackets, and they're kind of bright colory, and you're like, yeah. oh, cool. and, yeah. and then if you get mad, you can just swing and hit the ball really hard, and it's like, oh, sorry, <laughs> that's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> well, the court's that way, and you hit yeah. it that way, so that is not accurate. Yeah, no, it's um, fun. Okay, so a couple more questions. Uh, on this podcast, I usually have a co-host with me. His name is Chaz Hill. Okay, and yeah. Chaz is a big movie guy. Now, he wants to know, he asked, he, uh, what three to five of your favorite movies are? Oh, gosh. So, and I'm not a big, and, you know, so this is kind of weird. I'm not a big movie person. Now, my brother, Tommy, you know, he's all theater and mm -hmm. he's a big movie guy. Um, but I will say during this quarantine, we have been able to watch all of the Star Wars movies in chronological order, including Solo and Rogue One. And, and I would say that that's my favorite movie group, like series for sure. And like if I choose to watch, you know, movies, it would be Star Wars. Um, Baz would love that. And, and now 
that's I'm it. <laughs> oh man, no. Uh, Ray is like my favorite. You know, it's a good thing uh, she came out after I had kids, or I would have named a, a girl Ray Ray for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big Disney animated Disney fan too. So my kids at school know that if it's movie day, we're watching Tangled or Moana or something. So I watched, we watched the end of Aladdin yesterday when I went and pick up my daughter. Um, they had on, um, at my wife's aunt's house, they had on Aladdin and I was watching the end of it. I was like, Oh, I love this movie. And so, I know it's, you just can't beat those. <laughs> I know that's great. Okay. So that's his question. So my question is always, I have someone leave a question. Uh, okay. Whoever the last guest was. And our guest yesterday was Mike Krasinoy. Um, but he had to, he had to get off quick because we kept him over. And so he didn't okay. leave a question. So okay. it's from me. Okay. So uh, I talked about how we've been friends. We've been friends for a long time and we went to college together and we were in college. And so I'm this, no one's going to understand this question anymore, <laughs> except for me and you if possible. Okay. So I have one question for you and I want to see if this jogs back any memories. Okay. Right? Who is the man? The man. Yes. Oh. If you, if you can't get this in like 10 seconds, I'll explain it. No, I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. So what? remember when we went, you, me and you went to that IU, the Oak and Bucket game at Purdue oh. like one year when, yes. when Drew Brees was the quarterback <laughs> and yes. you drug me to that game. You're like, hey, come to this game with me. I've got an extra ticket. I was like, oh, I don't know. I drug you. I think you agree. You were okay with that. I don't know why I would want to go to that. I, he was not very good. And Purdue, I think, went to the Rose Bowl. Yes. I, so, so. <laughs> Purdue won 66 to 20 because I still see that score come up. I'm like, I was at that game and Bullington would not let me leave. Cause I was like, I am done with this. Like, let's no, go. No, no, because the that was when they, they went to the Rose bowl. So they were walking around with the roses in their mouth. I'm like, yeah. I'm so bad. So there was a question. It came up on the jumbotron. I'll never forget it. And it just said, who is the man? It was like a, it was like a quiz. It was like, Hey, sponsored by, first financial bank or whatever. And it said, who is the man? And I remember looking at you and I go, I swear if this says Joe Tiller is the man, I am going <laughs> to kill everyone. And it came up and it said, Joe Tiller is the man. And I was so pissed off. I, I Every time I see Joe Tiller now, I always, or anything, every time I saw a picture for anything with Joe Tiller, I was like, oh, there's Joe Tiller. He's the man. And I was so pissed. He was, man. He brought that whole program back. I just remember you you were pretty brave. No, you didn't wear IU stuff. I thought you might have, and I was worried, but I think you were neutral. Uh, I probably would have worn something IU. Maybe oh, I wore like an IU. But I was really concerned. And then, you, yeah, there was kind of a little, uh, there was some mouthing going, like some, some, some talk going on getting back to our car. Yeah, that's that seems accurate. <laughs> I would have been like 20 or 21. So yes. That completely seems accurate. I think I remember saying, if you get in a fight with somebody, I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to fix this. <laughs> well, the thing with that too, is that I don't think I like comprehended was that I was, well, I was super annoyed. And also <laughs> like, 
I was, I was, we were both of clear judgment. Yes. Yeah, no. So I was talking to people who I do not think were of clear no. judgment. And no. so I had 100% clear judgment and I'm still saying this stuff. And I, I probably didn't register because I do remember you grabbing me. I think yeah. you have to shut up. <laughs> and I don't even know like what I would have talked about because my team just got beat by five touchdowns. No, I mean, I think it was just, I think so like another guy was just running his mouth about stuff. And then I think you threw in something about basketball and then that's probably. I can't I mean, even do that anymore. <laughs> Cause that's what you would have done anyway. I mean, like that's makes sense. I've got baseball now. That's what I'm going with, with former podcast guest, Jeff Mercer. Mercer We've got IU baseball. I can't believe that. I mean, that's good. Good for him. Good for him. I'm And they're a good program. Yep. They beat Purdue 17 to two this year. I know. <laughs> yes. Before it got called. <laughs> yes. Yes. Did see that. <laughs> All right. Amanda, thank you so much uh, Thanks, for Howard. coming on here and uh, joining us and sorry about this season. It really does suck. I feel so bad for, <clears throat> for all the kids and the coaches. Cause I know, you know, as a former coach, I know what goes into, into that. And then kind of the just excitement um, yeah. that would be, and especially with you all with, the, the great seniors that you have in the group and, and just the high expectations. And so yeah. I just really am kind of digging the knife in. So I should just. That's, that's okay. That's all right. All right. No, it's, uh, it's, I'm, re I'm really sorry, but I do appreciate yeah. it. And I know yeah. that, you know, you guys will, will bring the program up and, and you'll be, you'll be good to go in the future. So. Yes. Yep. Um, all right. Well, for my co-host who is not here, Chaz Hill, I am Brian Powers. And next week, We'll be doing something really special, kind of talking about Amanda's seniors. We will be having uh, senior days starting next week. So our podcast will have a little bit different of a look. We're going to try and we're going to have on the spring sports seniors. So we're really excited about that. And we will see you next week. Have a great weekend.